When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and you're listening to Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I'm going to be replaying a session from our 2020 Mental Health Retreat. If you would like to listen to the full episode and watch the video from the session without any ads, sign up to Patreon today. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Dr. Caroline Leaf. The link will also be in the show notes. One more note before we begin. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. Please consult with your personal physician if you have any medical questions. And now, on to today's episode. Well, almost good afternoon, everyone. Hello. Uh, I'm Big Mac. I've been married to the brain for 33 years. I'm the subject of most of the books if you decide to buy any of them at this conference. And we have a lot of amazing specials. But first of all, I want to thank God that you're all here today. We appreciate it. It's not about you. It's about you in this world. And we're hoping that what we speak about and what Caroline teaches about, you'll take back to your communities, your friends, your family, and you'll be equipped to help them. Um, Just as a matter of interest, on each of the tables, you can scan the QR code. This is the upcoming certification program that we'll be offering in the new year. So you can sign up to get all the details. And uh, hopefully some of you will become certified facilitators in the neurocycle. Just a quick bit of housekeeping. Coffee will be available in the next break. So we've tried to spread out the seating. We typically had in our our past conferences, it was a bit cramped, so I hope you find a lot more room. We have VIP specials in the middle and general administration on the side. And we welcome all of you to this eighth annual conference. In some cultures, eight is considered a number signifying harmony and peace. So we hope very much that you'll find the peace here and uh, harmony that you can experience when you've been able to manage your mind. Now, I'm not going to speak much more except to say that I'm very grateful and Caroline and I are very, very grateful that you're here, that you decided to come and uh, I know you'll be greatly blessed. You'll learn a lot of uh, stuff that's really going to help you. Last night we did some Q&A and clearly all of us have mind issues. And I think we need to appreciate that and understand that and that uh, working through these is going to be the thing that we need to be doing for the rest of our life, helping ourselves and helping others. Um, You have the program outlined in uh, emails that we sent to you. Uh, This uh, session is dealing with uh, how the COVID pandemic has affected our mind, brain and body. The next session, I think we're we're dealing with anxiety. Um, uh, and then a session um, okay that is okay today alright I'm a bit confused with this <laughs> so, hi everyone 
so nice to see you all. So we, we are going to be doing the, this session's on COVID, the next session's on anxiety, the third session today is going to be on traumatic brain injury, and the last session of today will be on how to help your children. So lots of stuff today, lots of medical stuff, but not just medical, but stuff that's going to help you very practical. That's why I have my white jacket on, because we're dealing with some serious stuff today. No, that wasn't why I put a white jacket on, but it kind of works the joke. So <laughs> anyway, welcome to all of you. I'm so thrilled to see those of you here that weren't here last night. Um, we had our VIP session last night, and it is amazing how you all just like climbed in, and for two hours we were in this room, just talk, listen, you listened to me for an hour and a quarter, and then we did questions for 45 minutes, and I think we could have gone on all night with questions. And then we did another hour of, hour and a half of book signing. So I will be doing book signings again. I'll be doing one today at the end of the last session for an hour, and then another one tomorrow. So I will be able to meet each of you that comes to that book table. I can meet you, shake your hand, sign your book, take a photo, and we are thrilled that you are here. So just to show you how happy I am, let's do a selfie. We've got to do a selfie. I hope I do this properly. I am very much a morning person and love starting my day off with a delicious cup of coffee and a bowl of cereal, which gives me a good burst of mental energy to get everything on my to-do list for the day. One of my personal favorite breakfast cereals is Catalina Crunch, a delicious cereal that is zero sugar, keto-friendly and low-carb. I love that there are a ton of great flavors. I personally love their cinnamon toast flavor with a splash of coconut milk and cream, which goes so well with my morning coffee. It's also really delicious with a spoon of creamy Greek yogurt for dessert after meals. If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch cereal has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. Most zero sugar food doesn't taste delicious, but Catalina Crunch really nailed this. Plus, it packs a whopping 11 grams of plant-based protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. See why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest growing cereal brand in America. Just go to catalinacrunch.com forward slash Dr. Leaf for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's catalinacrunch.com slash Dr. Leaf. Not sure which flavor to start with? Try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's catalinacrunch.com forward slash Dr. Leaf for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. The link and details will be in the show notes. Listen, you're going to be happy, okay? So because tomorrow, today's sessions are heavy, but they're full of practical stuff. So I'm going to help you with your minds. And as Max said, we're all a bit of a mess. And it's true. If you're a human, you're a mess. Own it. And let's fix it. That's what you're here for today. Don't be frightened of the messes. It's totally okay to be messy. Tell yourself right now, let's all start this session by saying, it's okay to make a mess. Let's say it. It's okay to make a mess as long as we manage the mess. And that's why you're here. So congratulate yourselves for being here because really we are going to learn so much information. You are welcome to take screens, uh, take photos of my slides. I'm giving you tons of information. The structure of the first session today is I'm going to be telling you about the brain effects of COVID, then the mental health effects of COVID. I'm going to give you the theory that it's a proposed theory of what I believe is happening based on the research I have done, and I'm going to offer you some solutions. And then the next session, we are going to actually have an interactive session on how to manage anxiety. So the first session is going to give you anxiety, so the second session we'll manage the anxiety. See, there's method in my madness. Okay, and 
And um, if you've, um, if, as, as you go through this, obviously I'd love to be able to answer everyone's questions, but it's impossible. So try and listen for what you need. Listen deeply to the sessions, and we have lots of materials and so on. Okay, so you're all ready to go. Okay, bef before we do start, I want to ask one question. Who's, having, who's got a birthday today? Anyone got a birthday that we can sing happy birthday? Stand up. Who's got a birthday? Someone, someone's looking. Yay, happy birthday. Okay, I'm not going to sing. I can't. Okay, let's begin. So, how the COVID pandemic has affected our mind, brain, and body. For those of you that weren't here last night, I just quickly want to remind you, if you haven't ever heard me speak before, and even if you have, it's worth hearing this concept I'm about to share multiple times. And that is that we are going to hear this weekend about our psycho-neurobiology, our mind-brain-body connection. Three parts, okay, and all of them work together. They, they don't work without each other. So we are learning how to manage our mind and how our mind, when we manage it, directs the neuroplastic changes in the brain and also changes every cell of the body. So throughout, I will be referencing, as I talk about concepts, referring the mind, referencing the mind-brain-body connection. The mind, basic definition, is how you think and feel and choose and you are always thinking, feeling, and choosing, even when you're asleep. Your mind never, ever stops. You can go three weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without oxygen, but you cannot even go three seconds without your mind working. During the day, your mind processes every experience that you're having and builds that into the brain and into the cells of the body, of which you have 37 to 100 trillion, and you're doing that at 400 billion actions per second and probably faster. So you're pretty brilliant. You're taking every experience and you're building that into your brain. Okay, and into your body. So your mind shows up in your brain and your body as structural changes in your brain and in every cell of your body. And that's why recalling experiences, which are basically thoughts with their memories attached, is a very holistic experience. And why we need to learn how to tune into the signals coming from our mind, brain, and body. So our mind, therefore, is how we think, feel, and choose, and your uniqueness, your individuality, is how you uniquely think, feel, and choose. Okay, so just that basic foundational principles, and we're going to now talk about how the COVID pandemic has affected our mind, brain, and body. So we'll look at the physical impact, and I'm going to give you some really hopeful news, because I know that we're getting so much conflicting information out there, and I hope to give you some more hopeful information about how we can and um, manage some of these things that are happening in, in our brain and our body if you've had COVID. If you haven't had COVID, you've experienced the pandemic. So there has been a, a huge um, impact on our mental health, as we know. So we'll talk about that as well.
So we're going to talk about how to use directed neuroplasticity to rewire the harmful COVID and PTS post-traumatic stress effects of how the pandemic changed our brains. And it's not just post, we're still going through it. And so we need to be very well equipped because if we are, our mind drives the functionality of our brain and our body. So if we're not managing our mind, then our brain and our body are going to suffer. And one of the first things that suffers in our brain and our body is our immune system. And we all know that we need a very strong immune system to fight anything floating out there. Okay, so moving on. How the actual physical illness impacts the brain. Now, obviously, we're still learning. I want to stress that nothing that I present to you today is a hard and fast fact because science continuously changes and we're learning new stuff all the time. So I'm bringing you what I believe is the most up-to-date version of what we know and I'm summarizing some very complex stuff into a simpler way as I can just to give you some understanding. So researchers have shown that the potential fevers and lack of oxygen can alter the gray matter volume of the brain. And this, so in other words, here's the brain, just in case you didn't know what it looked like. This is not a... This is not real, just in case you were worried about that. I have to quickly tell you a story. When I was a student and studying, and we were given skulls with preserved brains, and we were, I was on my way to a lecture, but stopped in at the dining hall of the residence I was staying in because I was hungry and needed some food, and popped in there but couldn't find something in my bag, so I promptly pulled everything out of my bag, which was a skull and a brain, plopped me on the table looking for my stuff, and everyone started screaming. And I couldn't understand why they were screaming, and it was because I had put a real skull and a real brain onto the table, even though the brain was preserved inside of a bottle. But anyway, that didn't go down that well. Um, so basically what they have seen is that the front part of the brain, the gray matter, which are where the cell bodies are, gets smaller. So the brain shrinks in size in the frontal area. And that part of the brain, which is awake when you're awake, when you go to sleep, it changes its function. It drops down in its function. But it's very, it's very, it responds to our ability to reason, executive functioning, reasoning, problem-solving, decision-making, that kind of stuff. So we see that sort of effect inside the brain. So this can affect this when the when the gray matter shrinks, it can affect how the neurons in the brain communicate with each other. And when there's a lack of when communication issues um, happen in the brain, that affects foggy thinking. Um, also, once again, executive functioning. We'll go into this in a little bit more detail. And this can also lead to increased impulsivity, forgetfulness, aggression, poor decision making, as I've said, confusion, creativity, brain fog, language difficulty, and extreme fatigue. Now, before you all think, oh gosh, I've got all of those already, even without. COVID. <laughs> Don't worry, we're going to fix that, okay? Because we all have these from time to time. Mental health does go in waves and our functionality does go in waves. And sometimes we just work too hard and we don't take enough breaks and that kind of thing and we can experience those. So once again, I want to always remind you, everything I tell you, you look at patterns. So if there's an established pattern, if something's happening in a, in a patterned way on a regular basis and it's starting to affect your functioning and there's a definite change and it's a consistent change, that's when we need to be aware that something is going on. And also, before I carry on giving you things that might make you anxious, remember the next session is on anxiety. But also, you need to remember that what they're saying about the research with COVID now is that they're not sure about 
when, how people will heal. So it's a lot of negative stuff. They're basically saying that they're not sure if people will heal and they're not sure of how long it will take to heal and they're hoping that, that people will heal. Now from my work over 38 years working with people with traumatic brain injury, strokes, Alzheimer's, dementia, learning disabilities, that's what I focused, that was what I worked on in my practice and I've done research in that area. So clinical and research application. I, and that's not just me, there's a lot of researchers and a lot of clinicians in, this, in the same, in the same um, space. And what we have shown is that with directed mind input, when you manage your mind, when you get that mind working, the mind drives the functionality of the brain and the body. And because the brain is plastic, it can change. Okay, and your body can change, your body can heal. You're making new cells every second, 810,000 to a million new cells every second, and those cells make your body. So there's tremendous hope in the neuroplasticity of the brain and the plasticity of our body. So, and we're also finding more and more research coming out um, over the last few years showing that people are fully functional. There's these high-powered professors that are brilliant, and they get um, they have issues with migraines and whatever, and then they they go and get a brain scan done and they found out that they've only got this much brain in their head and they're functioning as full-blown professors. So there is a body of research emerging showing that it's not just our brain. Okay, it's our body as well, but the most important thing is our mind driving it. In other words, that professor with that much brain was still able to function at an incredibly high level. How? So the mind was using what it had and the body as well, because everything you store in your brain and your body, and that's what you have all experienced this. If you recall a traumatic event or something that is just, I mean, just to cast your mind back to this past 18 months, I'm sure you can recall a, a traumatic event. You feel that in your gut, in your body, your whole body responds. So things like EMDR therapy and things like somatics, the somatic therapies and things are bringing the memory out of the cells into the brain and making you aware of that physical, okay? So we will, as I say, bring up these principles throughout. So... Here is an image of um, just showing this is a study that uh, that has been done on COVID brains, showing that there is a shrinking of uh, grey matter in the front part of the brain. And what's great to always remember, I'm always going to say this a million times so that you hear it a million times, you can regrow your brain. Okay, you can regrow your brain. So this does not mean if you've had COVID that that's it for the rest of your life. It is not your destiny, but you're going to have to do the work. So which is what I'm going to be telling you about. How? Um, so the, there's, there's some major responses, and I'm just going to cover a couple of them. One of the main things is the immune response that we've heard so much about. So the immune response to the virus can also lead to increased inflammation across the brain, which can backfire So this, uh, um, when the source of the response isn't removed. This this can depress general cognitive functioning and potentially increase the chances of extreme issues, okay? So now what that means is that our immune system is amazing. As soon as there's any threat to our survival, whether it is a virus like COVID or whether it is a toxic thought from a trauma that you haven't dealt with, which has created a structural change in the brain, your immune system dives in and immediately starts to work out ways to protect you. So it sends out the various immune factors to go and fight the source of, of, of where the threat is and that creates inflammation. So inflammation is meant to be there for a period of time in your brain and body to help you while you resolve the issue. So there's a temporary sort of situation 
set up. But once then there's a period of time, however, when anti-inflammatory factors will then be released and then the inflammation is basically goes away and healing manifests. But if the source causing the threat is not removed, then the inflammation persists. And when the inflammation persists and the source is not removed, the immune system becomes confused. And then the immune, that this, this immune response can backfire and we can have too many, um, too much um, of an immune response. So, and that, so you'll see further on what that looks like a little bit, a little bit more detail, but when we get a, too much of an immune response, you get and too much inflammation, that can depress cognitive functioning and increases your chances of extreme depression um, according to recent studies. I'm sure it will come as no surprise to you that to think well and manage your mental health, your brain needs proper nourishment. But many of us don't have the time to take multiple different products all day long for better brain and body health, more energy and optimized immune systems. This is why I love Athletic Greens. It has just what I need in one drink. Best of all, it doesn't taste like it's super healthy, honestly. Athletic Greens has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning when I wake up. Even my husband, who can't stand things that taste too green, loves his Athletic Greens in the morning. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your brain, your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash leaf. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash leaf to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. So looking at the next thing, and going into a little bit more detail, the brain has special cells called glial cells. And specifically the microglia are special kind of cells. And these cells are amazing because they are play a support role to all the neurons. And the neurons, are which, of which there's about 100 billion, make up the majority of the brain. But there's a massive amount of, um, of, of glial cells of which the microglia are a special type of cell that are in immune cells in the brain. So they perform three functions. They have an immune function, so they protect the brain. They have a support function, so they support the neurons, whatever the neurons need, and they also support the blood vessels that support the um, cells inside of the, in the, the, the um, neurons in the brain. So if they get damaged, then uh, or they don't function properly, that will then affect the neurons. The neurons are tops of neurons are dendrites. We'll see pictures of all of these, but basically a neuron looks like a tree, and the tops of the trees are called dendrites, the little branches are the dendrites, and when we have too many microglia, um, when the microglia become confused, instead of feeding these and looking after the dendrites, they damage them. And they especially damage the blood supply to these, and little mini strokes 
can happen, little mini hemorrhages across the brain, which has been one of the weird things that they have found in um, the result of COVID is these little mini strokes, tiny little um, little mini strokes across the brain, like uh, sort of creating these little little um, areas, pockets of strokes across the entire brain. And that creates a lot of very um, weird cognitive patterns or strange. So um, that can lead to things like brain fog, battling to process conversations, inability to pro- follow up complex processes, losing train of thought, word finding problem and so on. So here's an image of my, the glial cells. So if you look towards the, the, the side where you, um, underneath the little sort of red dots, um, you'll see there's a lot, what looks like a little forest there. You'll see the, the neurons, the two long neurons, and in between you'll see the microglial cells and how they're attached to the neurons, to the dendrites specifically, feeding them and looking after them. So if they, get, if they go crazy, then they affect the neurons. The dendrites are where your memories are stored, and that's so therefore, if those get damaged, it will affect your ability to actually recall that information. And then the connections which help you to function as well get damaged as well. So then, as I mentioned already, there's, you, they get, you get little tiny strokes. Um, so the same study showed that very small blood vessels in the brain were leaking in response to the virus and making little tiny strokes. And this, these, this combination explains the variety of, of COVID symptoms from memory, emotional and cognitive processing to dizziness when getting up, heart racing, breathing issues, and even urinary problems. And then we also know the the famous smell and taste thing, and that is because the COVID virus particularly likes the olfactory bulb, which is the little bulb that's attached to your smell in your brain. So it's kind of over here, and it's very close to the amygdala, which is a part of your brain that deals with emotional perceptions. And your, the COVID virus likes to sit there, and it and um, that particularly likes that part of the brain, and then it basically affects the brain from that area. But we'll talk more about that in a moment. Okay, and that's what affects the smell. But we'll go into that in a little bit more detail. So now, what I'm going to talk to you about is this my theory, and I'm stressing here. Do not quote me and say that this is a absolute and utter fact. I am putting multiple theories together. So what I've done is research as much as I can um, over this time period about what is happening in the brain, as I've been telling you. And I've spent years working with people with strokes and dementia and TBI and all that kind of stuff, as I told you. And I've done years of research. And I've spent years developing the neurocycle, which is a system for how we can d- drive our mind in the right direction and heal the brain and the body and build health health into the brain and the body. So putting all of that together, I propose a theory, and there's a disclaimer there, based off the research that has been done so far on COVID and its effects on the brain, it appears that COVID, and this is actually quite interesting, it appears that COVID, the COVID virus affects and can impact the same pathways that are responsible for thought formation in the brain. And this could possibly account for why so many people who have had COVID, who are suffering from long COVID, which is something else which I'll explain Spain in a moment, are battling to think and build memory like they used to. Okay, so I'm proposing a theory why, and it's very positive because there are solutions that I'm going to offer as well. Okay, so COVID-19, the physical illness, appears to be sabotaging the thought processing in the brain. So what do I mean by that from a big picture point of view? When you are, as you are listening to me now, I'm giving you words and images which come at you as electromagnetic light waves and sound waves, and your mind processes them. Your mind is this gravitational and electromagnetic field around and through you that makes your brain and body work, and it's your mind, this field, 
and your mind is also on a psychological level your ability to think, feel and choose. So mind is this first thing that happens. Mind grabs it. You think, feel and choose about what I'm saying and that goes into the brain and then the brain responds. So I'm going to show you another slide Oopsie, it's not over here. Okay, we'll come to it later. Um, and so the brain then responds to this information coming in and converts what I'm saying into actual physical vibrations inside proteins that formed into tree-like structures inside of your brain. So you are growing trees in your brain as I'm speaking because of your mind. Your mind is taking this stuff in and your mind is pushing this information into the brain and the brain is responding electromagnetically, chemically and genetically and building this information into trees. So you're growing a nice, healthy tree, even though we're talking about something that's scary, you're getting information that's going to be helpful. So you're building a, um, a healthy memory into your brain at 400 billion actions per second. So your brain is changing all the time. Every moment of every day, your brain is changing with every experience, okay? So based on that principle, there is how it got from from here to you to that state is a process. It's a very complex process, so I've broken it down into a few uh, a few steps. And, so the, and that's what the neurocycle is birthed out of. The neurocycle is five steps, and as I explain this here, I'm going to talk about six different areas in the brain but basically the fifth and sixth one are the four are linked to the fifth step of the neurocycle. But this will make sense as we go through the course of these different lectures that I'm going to give you. So from what I can observe, I believe that COVID does have some unusual effects on our ability to think and feel and choose. But thankfully, there are things that we can do to improve our overall resilience and work on healing the brain. Okay, whether we're talking about COVID or trauma or toxic thoughts. So this is a new science and we are finding out more every day, which is exciting and scary, but the more we found out, the more we can do to combat these effects. So the reason I'm taking the time to give you this information is because the more knowledge you have, the less you're going to be frightened of the unknown. Okay, And even though it still is pretty unknown, there is something that we do know. So let's learn what we do know and always pair that with something that we can do. Because I think there's way too much, and you may, may or may not agree with me, but there's way too much out there on all the problems, but there's very little on the solutions. And I've been listening to as many scientists as I can and reading as many papers as I can on this, looking for solutions. And the two solutions that I found consistent are make lifestyle changes, which are changes to the nutrition you give your brain and your body and and increase and exercise and that could look like just movement it could like whatever in whatever works for you and the other other solution I'm finding that they're saying are things like um, socialization which is very very important for developing the brain so I totally agree with both of those I've only found a very few papers talking about cognitive stimulation um, and that is a great pity because cognitive stimulation or mind work is the primary thing that drives the brain and therefore that's what we should be focusing more on. So the solutions I'm going to offer you and go into in depth are the cognitive one, the mind solution. And I'm going to offer it to you via the, using the neurocycle to rebuild your brain and your body. During this crisis, taking care of our physical health is vital, but our mental health is just as important. If you are struggling with fear of the future, uncertainty, loss, insecurity, anger, or any other emotion that is causing you mental distress, one of the best remedies is talking to someone. And while it may not be possible to see someone in person, there are other great online options. 
My favorite online resource and one I highly recommend is BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit trybetterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Lee. That's trybetterhelp.com slash Dr. Leaf and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And just for my listeners, get 10% off your first month at trybetterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details will also be in the show notes. So let's, let's understand what's happening because this will also give you a very good understanding of why the neurocycle works, why it is a system. It's not a technique, it's a system that you can put any technique into, which I mentioned a few times already. So that as you're listening to me, so now let's go back to the example as I track through these slides of what's happening as you're listening to me. So as you're listening to me, your mind is receiving this information and it puts it into the brain in an area called the entorhinal cortex, and that's like a doorway. So let's use the analogy of a house to understand this. So basically, the door opens and the information is going into the brain. The mind is pushing it into the brain. And this is like a doorway where information starts to be, it starts being received. If this area is impacted, which we know it is in something like Alzheimer's, for example, we know that there's damage in the internal cortex, then it leads to poor understanding and poor comprehension. So, and, and I'm going to say it again, that doesn't mean that that's your destiny. So if you've had COVID or you know someone who has got COVID or who has, is going through it now or healing from it and is experiencing these symptoms, you can heal this. When we meticulously look in an organized way at what we do know, we can then conquer this thing and not be frightened by, the, uh, be frightened by it because we can still have healthy fear, but not fear that incapacitates us. So I'm just trying to equip you as, as I've been saying. So here's this, this slide is very powerful. This slide is um, basically showing you this image is basically showing you how the mind shows up in the brain. So I keep saying that your mind receives this information that you're hearing and seeing and, it, and the brain then responds electromagnetically and electrochemically and genetically. So there's energy responses in the brain. So what you're looking at there is pretty much what it looks like in your brain at the moment. So if you were dead, if I had a dead person up here with me, there would be no response 
response in the brain. But if I linked you all up to the same equipment as that, we would see this firing in your brain because you are alive and your mind is always working. So everyone's pattern would be different because each of you have a unique mind. You have your individuality. You have your unique identity. So you each think, feel, and choose in your own unique way. So you're all hearing me through your own filter. So you'd have your own pattern inside the brain. But basically, we, this is the brain responding to the mind. Now, not only does the brain respond to the mind, but every single cell of your brain and your body, and you have 37 to 100 trillion cells collectively in your brain and your body. Okay, so here's your brain and your body. Thank goodness we don't look like that um, all the time. <laughs> um, and each single, every single one of your cells is responding with an energy response. So this energy from your mind is not just going into your brain, it's going into your entire body. So you're immersed, you are bathed in the experience that you are having now. And every experience you have isn't just going in your brain, it's going into your entire body and changing the cytoskeleton which is inside every cell. Okay, and it's changing, it's even changing the way that the DNA is functioning. Okay, so the second thing that happens once it's gone through the doorway and created this kind of response, this mind energy, that firing that you've just seen, then passes through to the thalamus, which is like a relay station or an entrance hall. So that's why I have the image of an entrance hall. So if you think of a house. So now it's gone through the front door and it's in the entrance hall. And what this does is it's now receiving this and the thalamus then activates existing memories. So that the, well, not activates, is, act, is, is very involved the non-conscious mind, which is operating 24-7, where all your memories are um, inside thoughts are stored, your non-conscious mind operates 24-7, starts, as soon as the information hits the thalamus, the non-conscious mind starts responding by sending through existing memories that are similar to the current situation. So as I'm talking now, your all kinds of thoughts are popping into your mind from the non-conscious through the subconscious into the conscious mind. So non-conscious, N-O-N, I didn't say unconscious. Unconscious is when you're sleeping or have an anesthetic or you're knocked out. So it's not a type of part of a mind, it is a state of mind. Okay, so the mind is conscious, non-conscious and subconscious. Conscious being when you're awake, non-conscious operating 24-7, subconscious the bridge between the two. I explain this in depth in my book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself 
and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.